As you can tell, obviously, by this title, I'm going to talk about everything that happened in P-Town. Yes, we were back in P-Town for the 4th of July or Independence Week or Circuit Week, whatever the fuck you want to call it. But holy shit, I was there from Wednesday night to Monday afternoon, and my body was like, please fucking leave this place. I don't know where you are. We have not done this amount of partying in a very, very long time. That's what my body said, but my heart and soul was like, please fucking stay. We're going to talk about the whole thing today. Like I said in the episode that I released last, I'm only going to release episodes when I have like good content and like stories to tell. And holy shit, do we have a lot to go over five days worth in this episode. So let's get fucking going. All right. Wednesday afternoon, June 30th, slammed my computer shut. Had to bring it with me because I had to work Thursday and Friday. And I said, let's get to the fucking ferry. So Gina and myself and JT all leave from my house and we go catch the ferry. We took base eight this time. So we went to seaport. The very first thing that happens, Gina climbs over the wrong seat in the Uber and the guy starts fucking flipping out on us. Meanwhile, it's 90 something degrees outside. We're in the middle of a heat wave. We had the rudest Uber driver I think I have ever had. So Gina climbs over the seat because like, it, 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 the seat honestly looked like it was supposed to be climbed over. So she tries to get in the back and the guy turns around. And he goes, did you just fucking climb on my seat? And she was like, um, yeah, I think I was supposed to. You literally put the seat down for me for, so I can sit here. And the guy was like, you don't fucking step on my seat. So I was like, okay, buddy, relax. Okay. She like clearly didn't know. So then I'm playing around. With, it was a um, Toyota Highlander. So I'm playing around with like the AC in the back because it was, like I said, fucking hot out. The guy goes, oh, no, no, no. Turns the AC off rolls down the windows and I go, um, what are you doing? He goes, it's an Uber rule for us. If you're not going to wear your masks in the car to have all the windows down. I was like, huh? I have been in plenty of Ubers from the beginning of the pandemic to now. And that's never been a rule question mark. What? Um, so that was interesting. Like I was like, this better not be how we're starting off the trip and don't worry. It gets a lot better. So we get on the boat. We're hanging around with a lot of our friends. It was Tony, myself, JT, Gina, a few other friends. We're sitting there. We have a great ride. And next thing you know, it's about, you know, 630. So we have like a half hour left and the winds start picking up. It was supposed to start raining and the clouds start to turn black. And I was like, oh, no, here we go. We're starting to hit some waves. Our drinks on the table are starting to fly everywhere. I'm like, this is not going to be good. Then the boats start going back and forth. If you looked out the window, you weren't able to see the horizon. You were looking in the air one second, and I swear you were deep sea diving the next because you could see underwater. It was so <laughs> fucking scary. I honestly, it was the scariest ferry ride I had ever been on. Now, keep in mind, that was just my ferry ride. The next day, or two days later, I guess, Dunny took the ferry too, but his was way worse because it legit was in the middle of a storm, and then they canceled all the ferries after that for the rest of the day until like Saturday afternoon. So I didn't have it that bad. But holy shit, it was pretty bad. I literally thought that we were going to die for a second. I thought that I was going to have to swim to P-Town. I was going to leave my bags and buy all new outfits at Steel. But luckily, I didn't have to. So we pull in. 
and P-Town is bumping. I mean, busier than the than Pride weekend. Everyone's all smiling. It's 100 degrees again. It's it was, it was so fucking humid. I'm like soaked through my shirt. But I was like, you know what? Whatever. All the queens are here. Everyone's smiling, having a good time. Like, I don't really fucking care if I'm wet. I am here back in the motherland, my favorite place on planet Earth. So we decided that we were going to stay at the boat slip. Tony and I booked this room back in December because we were like, even if fucking shit isn't even open, we're still going to go and hang out to the beach. Well, we were wrong. Shit was very much open this trip. So we checked into the boat slip. We each get our key. We're good to go. We're like, all right, the rooms here, like online, they looked okay. Now I had never, for the amount of times I had been, I had never been in a room at the boat slip. So we check into our room and we go upstairs, room 214. Hey, 214 girls, open up the door and we were staying in a fucking mansion. The room was massive. I swear it had a 20-foot ceiling. It had a massive space to get ready. Two queen beds. Impeccable. Now, yeah, it did look like it was from the 1970s, but like for P-Town standards, it was actually a really good room. And the best part was we had access to tea. Like all you had to do was just go down the side stairs with your um, key card and you didn't even have to wait in line, which had its perks at the end of the week when the line was literally a mile long to get into tea. But we'll talk about that later. So we unpack... And we're like, all right, what are we going to do tonight? Now, Dom and his whole crew also had arrived Wednesday. So I had work Thursday. Tony had work Thursday. Um, our friend Ryan Calton was staying at the boat slip as well with Art and Tom and Nick. And we were like, you know, let's just do a nice dinner. We're not really going to go out. We'll see where the night takes us. But, like, we'll have an easy breezy night. Okay, when you end up at A House, that's not an easy night. So we, we were walking down Commercial Street. We're like, where are we going to go? Let's like just try to find something easy to do. And then we we're like, let's go to patio. They had uh, – you could just walk right in. It really wasn't that busy. So I had a lobster roll. Everyone else had like these nice dinners. And then I get a text from Brendan Taylor who, by the way, told me that he was also going to take it easy because he was getting over like the gay cold and was like, I really don't want to make it that much worse. And I was like, dude, same. Like, I don't want to make mine worse because at that point, my gay cold was still like in gear just a little bit. Then I get a text from him. What are you doing? I was like, oh, we're just like finishing up at patio. I think we're going to like just walk around and see. Maybe we'll go to like shipwreck and get a drink. Who knows? Meanwhile, I'm like three martinis deep and I know damn well where the fuck I'm about to go. So he was like, I think the crew and I are going to go to a house. No, it's Wednesday. It's a Wednesday night. Did our asses end up at a house? Uh-huh. A thousand percent. And we were there until it fucking closed. We did last call. The lights went on. We were a sweaty mess. It was heaven on earth i was like if this is the way the trip is starting off we are good to go now a house this is important wasn't that packed on wednesday there was the right amount of people now this comes into play thursday and friday when i had to go there because you legit couldn't fucking move but we'll talk about that in a little bit so then we get home at like 1 30 in the morning no after party that's where i cut it off now for me that's a big deal if i'm not going to an after party that means like i'm being responsible because typically I'm out until a lot later than that. So we decided to go to bed. Tony had a 7 a.m. call. Now, the one thing about the boat slip is they had continental breakfast, which I haven't stayed in a hotel that has had continental breakfast in years. So they did a great job. And I had to get up. I had a team call at 930 in the morning. I tossed my camera on looking fresh as a fucking daisy. Meanwhile, it's like raining out. My boss goes, where are you? I was like, I'm in P-Town. And I was like, yeah, I'm here, you know, until Monday. But, like, I wanted to get here early because I didn't feel like coming in Saturday, yada, 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 like, the whole nine yards. 
she told my entire team who was on the team call that they need to be doing it like I do it and go travel different places because we're not going to be able to do this much longer. And I was like, score. See, kids, if you get your fucking shit done at work, your boss isn't going to bug you. They're going to like you and they're going to let you do whatever the fuck you want to do. So I start working. I do. I, you know, this is boring, but I, I approve some journal entries. Then I'm in I like this lull. And I, it's just me and Ryan Calton in the lobby at this point working. Everyone's at the Pete Down and Pool. So for lunch, I decided that's where I was going to go. I'm going to go to the P-Town and Pool. So I go to the P-Town and Pool and I start working from there. Everyone's having a blast. They're drinking. They're dancing. They're playing chicken, taking pictures. I was like, this is where I belong. So I was the loser in the corner with my laptop typing away, doing some things for work. So that was during the day. But at night, we're like, all right, it's tonight is going to be like a good A-house night. Now you could tell. Just from during the day that loads of people had come in. So like not a lot of people there Wednesday night, but Thursday felt a lot more busy than Friday night did. Friday night. Yeah. Okay. Then Wednesday night did. So we're like tonight we're going to do a house. So we go to a house. I'm like, all right, it's like pretty packed in here by 11 o'clock. It was pouring out. And by pouring, I mean, sheets of rain were flying from the, from the sky now a house i like to be outside so i try to go outside half the place is fucking closed everyone was shoved in there like sardines when i say you couldn't move my signature dance move they call it painting the ceiling i love to throw my arm in the air and just kind of like waving around with my fan scream do the damn thing I couldn't even pull my fucking arm up because there were so many people standing next to me that you just had to sit there and like pretend to dance it was some people's nightmare, it was my heaven. I mean, I could have done without like, you know, 15 people there or like, you know, I don't know, maybe another 100 people there. But it was absolutely chaotic. And then something happened and I literally got so excited. You know when you have an Instagram crush on someone and it's not even like someone famous. It's just someone that has maybe like 4,000 followers, maybe 3,000. I don't know. But you're just like, that guy is so hot. So you follow them and then you become like obsessed with their life. And then like, you kind of always wonder, will I ever see that person? Well, that happened to me. I walk outside because I was like, I just need to get some fresh air. Cause I was literally dripping in sweat. When I say dripping, like I don't even look like that. When I leave Barry's, I was soaked. I go outside and look to my left. Boom. There he is. Evan gray. I was like, <gasps> literally screamed like a little girl. I grabbed on to Tony. I was like, there he is. That's my Instagram crush right there. Like one of many. I was like fangirling. Of course I didn't go up to him because I did not have the balls to do that. And I like, quite frankly, after that, I really didn't care. I was like, Oh, he's like, whatever. But I heard his voice and I was like, Hmm, he's not really what I sound, what I thought he would sound like. It was pretty funny because I was like, Holy shit. Like that's someone that I have been following since probably like 2015. And here he is in the flesh in front of me at a house. But lo and be the point of the story is it was so disgusting out. I had washed my white Converse before we left. They were beautifully white. On Friday morning, they were standing straight up, crispy as fuck, like a crisp piece of bacon, and they were now black because JT and I had to walk home in the pouring rain through puddles. I accidentally walked in a huge mud puddle when we had left. I was like, fuck, now these whole things are ruined. So Thursday was a really good day. Will and Joe finally showed up. We had a good day with them. And then Friday rolls around. One thing I literally totally just forgot to mention was I went to my, I went to tea on Thursday and it was pouring rain. Okay. When I say pouring, it was 
disgusting out and tea was absolutely packed it felt like spooky bear when you were there and it was really a lot of fun but i don't know why i mentioned this because nothing really memorable happened on thursday at tea but then we get to friday friday i'm walking down commercial street and all of a sudden i see a honda accord come come down commercial street it's in my fucking way beep beep Noller and gang john Noller, anthony rock ozzy patrick petrosian I was like, fuck, the gang is all here. Let's fucking go. So during the day, I had worked from the P-Town Brewery because that's where everyone was. I had Wi-Fi. You know, work was pretty slow. So I'm there with all my friends. Now, the P-Town Brewery was actually such a cute vibe during the day. Like, everybody was there because it was raining. It's a cute indoor place. We were vibing. It was just like a good, a good time. So then everyone gets into town. I don't really eat anything for dinner. We go to tea. Again, nothing really happened there. I did see another Instagram couple that I'm obsessed with, Thomas Allen and Hank Kane, like the pilot Hank. And I was like, holy shit, they're so fucking hot. I want you know them to do everything to me under the sun. Um, obviously, they didn't because otherwise they'd be telling a story. But it was good. We had a great time. I had a little too many rum punches at tea, though. I think I had four, which was one expensive and two. I was a little bit rocked and cocked. And that was a little bit of an issue later on, but whatever. So then Friday night, Ozzy decides to have a pregame. And I was like, I was like, listen, I got to tell you something. We got in line last night at a house. Oh, I got to back up. Cause I didn't talk about the line at a house on Thursday. The line was, so we decided to get in line at nine 20 at nine 20. There was already 10 people in line. And then there was the five of us or six of us, however many there were. And then by 945, the line went all the way down the street, up the stairs and up Bradford Street. And then it was starting to rain. And A House refused to open the doors until 10 o'clock. They were like, we can't let you in until 10. So now it's starting to pour. People are waiting in line. There's people that waited an hour and a half in line and still didn't get in because they reached capacity. That's how busy it was. So if you think about A House, if you've ever been like, it's a kind of big inside and they have a big outdoor space. They were at full capacity, meaning no movement at all. So I was like, guys, I'm scared of last night. We get to Ozzy's at nine o'clock. I'm like, and I'm not going to say where he was staying because he's there for a while. He was staying very close to a house where you could see a house and see if there was a line forming by nine 20, the line had already been to where his house was. So he flew outside and waited in line for another 40 minutes for us to be guaranteed to get in. And next thing you know, Friday night, same fucking thing happened. Packed beyond fucking belief. I was like, this is absolutely insane. The music was so good. I was dancing on stage. But then if, if you lost your friend, if you're like, hey, I got to go to the bathroom, you were never seeing them again. They literally were into in the abyss. You were never fucking seeing them again. Of course, nobody's checking their phones because they can't even reach in their pocket to get it because the guy next to them is getting sucked off and the guy next to him is getting pushed into him. So you literally can't do anything. If you lost your friends, that's it. You are fucked. You had to go meet somebody else because you were never going to see them again. Then we were like, okay, the night's over. What do we do? Boom, end up in an after party. We went to an after at someone's house that I'm, I'm not going to say the address or who it is because they didn't sign up for this. But you all probably know there's a very big house in P-Town where a lot of people end up, and that's where we ended up. I was there with Dom, Will, and Joe until the wee hours of the morning, having a blast, drinking. I was like drinking bourbon on the rocks. Like, who? what? Am I straight? No. But that's what I was drinking. Had a had a bomb time, and um, luckily on Friday, Jeff Marcel was able to join us for a night. 
and do he like did the p-town challenge in a way but was like successful even before he got there so i don't even okay work it was like successful at the p-town challenge but i don't know if you could call it the p-town challenge if he kind of had a place to stay before he got there anywho i digress so we were there until like pretty pretty early in the morning and i was like you know what guys i gotta go to bed tomorrow's saturday my weekend is finally beginning i don't have to worry about work and paramount was opening tomorrow so i need to be ready to go so we went, we did the brewery again Saturday day, which was like, again, nothing eventful. And then we ended up at Circuit T. And now I say it was Circuit T because the music at T is typically like a disco vibe. This was, there's a, a Spotify playlist. It's called Circuit Anthem Songs or Circuit Anthems, whatever. Um, there's basically they press play and that's what they played the whole time. They played like everybody um, needs a man. Give me, give me, give me a man after midnight. Like all like the circuit jams that like, I say jams, but like the ones that actually have words in them that you could think of, they were playing it at T. It was, it was fucking lit. Then I get a text from Alex Mars that I literally transcended. I screamed. I fangirled. He sends me a text and says, Cody Rigsby is in the tent at T. So I literally leave everyone on the dance floor. And again, it was rain. It was pouring. So people were under the tent on the dance floor and under the tent at like the out, at one of the outdoor bars. Like there was no getting around. So I'm literally throwing elbows to go see if I can find him. Come to find out it fucking wasn't him. It was someone who looks just like him. I, I think I told everyone at T. I, I basically took the mic and I was like, everyone fucking Cody Rigsby is here. When in fact he wasn't fucking there. He was in Fire Island. But that's okay. I literally nearly had a heart attack. But whatever. So we decided to eat dinner. And by eat dinner, I mean, I took a bite of pizza from Spiritus. That's it. Skinny. Thank you. And we had to go to Paramount that night. So Paramount finally opened. I pick up my wristband. Um, Paramount was crown anchor, by the way. I pick up my wristband to get the night going. So I decided to buy the rocket pass because I knew that the line could be crazy. And after the A house line Thursday and Friday, there was no fucking way I was ever waiting in a line again. So I had the rocket pass. We get there. It's not open and there's people pouring in the street, basically getting hit by cars because the police didn't know how to block the street off and there was no direction at all. There was like people waiting to buy a ticket. There was people with the rocket pass. So we're waiting to get in and we finally get let in. Jay Warren was playing. He was so fucking good. Now it was pretty circuity. The place was beyond packed. It was more packed than a house. You literally, again, could not fucking move. I looked at Alex Mars's face and it was his worst nightmare. He goes, this is the worst thing I've ever been to. I need to fucking leave right now. When I say it was hot in there, it was probably a hundred degrees. People were slipping and sliding off of each other. The floor was soaked. I was dancing with Dom and Brendan Taylor. Our bodies were sliding off of each other, like sliding. My pants were drenched, not from drinks being poured on me, from actual sweat. I don't, like I said before, I don't sweat that much at Barry's and I don't sweat that much on the Peloton. My shorts were soaked. It was disgusting. But did I have a smile on my face the entire time? Fuck yes, I did. Because it was so fucking fun. Dancing like that again with my friends. We haven't done that in such a long time. The music was so good. I had to go outside for a second because it was so hot. The breeze felt amazing. It was truly heaven on earth. 
So then the night ends and we're like, all right, we got a few different options we could go to. We can go to the coveted Winslow basement and there's, we could go to like a different house that we went to the night before, or there's one other place we could go to. And then it happened for the first time. I didn't get let in to the Winslow basement. Oh my God. I was so sad and so mad. Like I had spent my whole entire summer in the Winslow basement last year. And this time I couldn't even fucking get in. So on our way there, I had been told that they were turning people away at the door. If you didn't know who lived there. And if you didn't know like a few other names. So luckily for me, I have met the guy that lives there. I know his name and I'm in some like weird secret Facebook group with who the creator of this group is the owner of that house. So I'm like, whatever guys, we're going to be able to get in. It's really not that big of a deal. No, I'm like, Hey, um, I know I'm not going to say his name who owns the house. And I know like this guy and this guy and the guy goes, well, where's the wristband? I go a wristband. I go for a house party. I don't have a wristband. I just told you who lives here. And he was like, yeah, thank you so much. Not tonight. I literally got turned away at the door. I was so sad after spending an entire three months in that basement last summer. They wouldn't even let me in. I literally could cry. It was like, it was so sad. But then the night turned out to be a lot better because Corey and I, I was with Corey and we were like, what can we do? So Corey's like, girl, get your shoes on. Let's go. We're going back to my house. So Corey and I decided and John Colville that we're just going to have people over his house. And it ended up being so much fun. We were like, let's try to get guys over here. So we would like troll grinder. And then we start talking to each other and forget that we were trolling grinder. So like those guys had gone to bed or they were somewhere else where they just didn't give a fuck about us. And then more and more people started to show up and it became like an after of like a good group of friends that you just kind of like want to be at. And lo and behold, I was out till fucking 7am with Dunny. We leave Corey's in the morning. The sun is halfway out. It's like raining a little bit. It's freezing. It was like 50 fucking degrees outside. But would I do it all over again? Absolutely. Dom came and started taking pictures of us. You, I posted one of my story during um, the week. We look dead. Like I had been there for three days and I looked like I had been there for 35 fucking years. My skin was awful. My eyes are barely open. But it was a great, great, dandy old time. All right. Sunday was basically a repeat of Saturday. The weather was a little bit nicer. I'm not going to lie. The sun came out at some point. So we decided we were going to go to Harbor Lounge and drink. We did Aqua Bar for a little bit. Basically the same old shit. We did tea, except this time I wasn't really downstairs that much. So Saturday, uh, Sunday tea, the line was so fucking long that people didn't get in. Like Dom didn't come. Alex Mars and his crew didn't come. It was fucking busy. So at one point I was like, I'm just going to go back upstairs. So I actually went up to Caroline Sutton's room and just went on the balcony and drank there because I could see everybody. So that was tea on Sunday. Sunday, I didn't eat a single thing all day. I took an Adderall in the morning and I was like, you know what? I'll be fine. I'll just eat later on. I didn't eat a crumb of food. The P-Town diet, baby. That's how you start to stay skinny, I guess. Although I don't condone that, but mm, I'm like a hypocrite because that's essentially what I did. So on... Sunday night, we went back to Paramount and that was very circuit. There, there weren't even fucking words in the music. I mean, it was just like beep, 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 beep. Again, unfortunately, I was soaked and unfortunately, I had the best time of my goddamn life and I just didn't want it to end. Dunny was dancing up on a speaker. Nola and I were all over each other, grinding all over each other. JT, Dom, Brendan, and myself shared a moment where we were all four of us dancing together. And we literally felt like one body. We were slipping and sliding all over each other. And then I was having moments during the night. 
And this happened a lot during the weekend, but specifically on Sunday night, I remember thinking to myself, there are so many people here. I'm not sure if I like know them from somewhere or if I know them from Instagram, because this is the week where everybody from Instagram comes to P-Town. So I was like, what? That guy over there, is that guy from Instagram or do I know him? And then it would come to me later. I'm like, nope, that I have no fucking clue who he is. It's just someone I've seen on the internet. So that happened <laughs> quite a lot. But like the best part about Sunday was Ozzy's after party. So this had been planned months in advance. I, I mean, probably was planned last 4th of July for this 4th of July. So he he hired a DJ, Matt Rosa. If you don't know Matt Rosa, go look him up on Instagram. Great DJ. Um, he played a great set for the one hour that we were allowed to be there. I'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. And it was just a great time. He had speakers. He had a whole DJ set ready to go. So we get so, like I said, I don't want to say where Oz was staying, but you could see it from a house. So there were lights everywhere. We were outside, half inside, half outside. It's not raining. So the music starts playing, and a house lets out. Now I don't think we took into consideration people would be able to see the what do you want to call it? The lights from a house. So the overflow, everyone that was there, oops, accidentally came to the after party. At one point, the porch outside, I think was warping. It was like a trampoline. You could have bounced on it because there were so many people on it. And right before it started getting so busy, I was standing there and this woman who I swear was a witch showed up. She was like floating. She wasn't even walking. She was like floating on like fog. I don't know. It was so creepy. So she just like walks right into the house. Like she's like there to party with us. And I'm like, what the fuck is this old hag doing? But I didn't want to say anything because she was like going to cast a spell on me. So then I go out to Ozzy. I was like, who is that? And he's like, oh, she's like the neighbor in the back. She just like wanted to know like what was good. And I was like, okay, it's like everything. Okay. He's like, yeah, it's fine. So then, um, we're probably like 30 minutes into the after party. And I look over and people are like taking videos and like on the lawn. I'm like, what the hell is going on over there? Yeah. People already fucking an orgy already starting. I'm like, are, is this serious? Like we're only, it literally is one 30 and there's already people fucking in public, like right in front of us and in front of all these people. Although they didn't give a fucking shit. Very interesting. Now did I, was I thinking about joining? Maybe, I don't know. Um, just kidding. I <laughs> really, I'm just kidding. Yeah, so that's how that started. And I remember I was dancing with Brandon from Fire Island. And for me, that was like a big deal. I don't know if any of you have seen the show Fire Island. It was on Logo years ago. If you haven't, you should go watch it because it was pretty good. Um, But I was dancing with him for a while. And now Sunday when we went out, you all know Dom and I sometimes have separation anxiety when we don't like see, not when we don't see each other, but we literally didn't speak to each other all day. So I, he showed up and we literally were like two giddy little schoolgirls all over each other, dancing, screaming, making zero fucking sense. And at that point, I hadn't seen Brendan Taylor all day. And that's also very unlike us when we're out and about. So we were just like little giddy schoolgirls having fun, listening to great music. And then all of a sudden, the ATV show up and the P-Town police start flashing their lights. And I'm like, oh, hell no. I was thrown elbows. I ran inside, ran into Anthony's room, and I was like, the police are here. I'm going to stay right here. I have no idea what's going on. They didn't even say anything. They just flashed their lights, and people dispersed like they were running, like there was a hyena behind them, and they were about ready to get eaten. So everyone left, and then we we're like, okay, I guess that was easy. The police didn't even say anything. They didn't say one word to anybody. They, they just like left after they saw everyone leave. So we we're like, that was simple. That was easy. Not one of us got in trouble. 
So then Matt tore down all of his equipment. And then once again, we ended up at Corey's. And then we ended up going to a different after party, which was right on the beach. It was so fun. And at that point, my body was like shutting down my knees. I swear I needed like a walker because they were so stiff. They were like, please fucking stretch me. I have a bruise on one of my knees. Like no clue how I got that. And I have a bruise like all over one of my legs. So that's good for society. So we go to the after party. It was really good. And then I see the sun come up and I was like, you know what? Let's be responsible today. <laughs> let's uh, let's go to bed. So I decided to put myself to bed at 430 as like you could start to barely see the sun. I was like, I'm such an adult today. Yeah, fucking right. So then we wake up. I have to check out because it's fucking Monday. This like the P-Town Blues when you leave are so sad. So we decided to end the trip how, you know, we kind of end every single trip there. We went to the P-Town and pool. It was a beautiful day. The sun was finally fucking shining. I got sun somehow. I was like, I'm tan now. And I was only in the sun for like three hours. And then right as we're about to leave, it gets packed. Now, you all know I have the worst phone in the world. If somebody's doing something, like I said, I will go to the opening of an envelope. Because I cannot not have fun. So I was like, all right, guys, we need to leave at like 145. Our ferry's at three to play, make sure we have plenty of time to get to the pier and like we'll get in line. Then at 145 hits. I'm like, all right, guys, two o'clock will be fine. Two o'clock comes. I'm like, all right, guys, 215. 215 comes. I'm like, no, actually, shit, fuck. We got to go right fucking now. So we leave at 220. We're like sprinting down Commercial Street and like made the ferry just in time for them to whisk us away. And I literally almost cried on the ferry. And then I get home and I'm like, oh my God, why like, did we come home? So the whole time as at, while I'm at the P-Town Inn, Sean Barbary is telling me, like, just stay one more night. Come on, just stay. We'll find a place. I'm like, Sean, like, I have a busy work day on Tuesday, but like, maybe. Maybe if you can convince me because it doesn't really take much to like twist my arm. So then he's like, oh, come on, please. So then I like kind of Irish exited the P-Town Inn before I really could say bye to anyone because like we were already late. So I had to fucking go. So I take the ferry home. I get a text from Sean. Get back here right now. I have a place for us to stay tonight. Everyone will be so happy that you show up. Please just come. Do you know how hard it was for me to not get back on the next ferry to go back? But I'm an adult and I didn't. I ended up coming back home. I ended up going to bed at 745. And luckily I did because work has been busy, but it took so much in me. Like I literally had to be restrained from ditching Dunny and Gina to run back to the ferry because I was so close to going back. And then I somehow ended up coming back home with someone's cock ring on my wrist. I was running around wearing it like it was a Cartier bracelet. I know exactly whose it is. And now it's just sitting on my desk looking like a fucking memento. And I have to give it back to this person. But yeah, it literally says cock on it. So that's good for society. I love wearing a cock ring, running around kids, acting like it's a Cartier. So guys, that is all the time we have for this week's episode. I know it didn't seem like a lot happened, but holy shit, my body is drained. I am tired. It was a week. It wasn't really a week. It was five days, five nights. I... Couldn't have had a better time. I'm not going back to Carnival. I don't think so. Yeah, right. I'll probably end up there in two weekends. It was heaven on earth. It was just pure, uh, like, bliss. I, like, I couldn't stop smiling the entire time. I had the time of my life. I met so many incredible people. We met so many people from New York who were staying at the boat slip with us. Um, I met people from Chicago. I just had, like, so much fun. 
there was something else I was just going to, I was going to say, but literally my brain like just has stopped working this week. So I can't really remember. But if you have the chance to go down, P-Town is fully back and act, they are acting up. The girls have gone wild. People are shirtless everywhere. People are naked everywhere. People are fucking in the lawns everywhere. And you know what? It's, it feels good to be back. It feels good to smile. Uh, it just, see, I'm like rambling because I can't stop talking about it. So, yes. So, that was the 4th of July, guys. Thank you so much for listening. You know, who knows when I'll have another episode. Hopefully soon. I know the next couple weekends are going to be a little bit tamed. The next thing that I have going on is market days and that's going to be in a month. So obviously I'll have a bunch of stories from that, but you know, we'll see what happens between now and then. I would love to have someone come on. Maybe. Yeah. Shut up, Brandon. You always say this, but until next time, thanks for listening to vodka soda. Splash a brand. Hello, bitches. No, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not.